make sure you're going to be passionate about what you do. Because I think if you don't have that natural desire to learn about that particular company or that industry, you're not really going to love what you do. And that means that not, you're not going to want to wake up every day and, and give the best that you've got because really you may not be very happy. This is Life at BP. Conversations with inspiring people with inspiring stories. Conversation about their life at BP and beyond. What would it be like to start my career in the post-pandemic world? Will I get enough opportunities to bond with my team? How will I broaden my network within the company? Will I be able to make the most of all the opportunities that a graduate program offers while working virtually? If you find yourself thinking about these valid and important questions, this episode is for you. Welcome to the Life at BP podcast, and I'm your host, Pratibha Arikyasamy. This episode is an amazing conversation with Jordan Swire, who has spent the majority of his first year within BP's graduate program in lockdown. Jordan started BP's graduate program in January 2020 after completing his bachelor's in Monash University, double majoring in banking and finance and accounting. Jordan wears his heart on his sleeve and is amazingly self-aware. Over the next 30 minutes, he breaks down his experiences of transitioning into professional life during a global pandemic. Welcome to the Life at BP podcast. Thank you. It's nice to be here today. I want to start off by asking about the last nine months because you started your career, um, the graduate program at BP in January of this year. And obviously, what a year it has been. So... First of all, how are things in Melbourne right now and how has it been spending most of your start to the graduate program under lockdown? Yeah, I'll start with Melbourne. Melbourne, um, initially we were really good with the virus, like we got it under control very fast. I think particularly because Australia is so isolated, but um, yeah, then things took a turn for the worst and um, we've been in a hectic stage four lockdown now since um july so it's been bizarre but um it's been a really challenging time i think for a lot of people i'm very, very lucky i'm still living at home so i've been more fortunate than a lot of people who are living um, by themselves and have really limited exposure to other people but um i'll look back on it and be like you know wow this was a really unique time yeah, in terms of BP, it's been very different to what I had expected, particularly from like a cultural point of view and a connectivity point of view. You know, one of the things that you get excited for is spending time with your grad little community, but um, we've pivoted <laughs> and we've done a lot of online events. Um, a lot, we've had a lot of speakers. We tend to connect on a Friday afternoon rather than, you know, being able to finish and go and get a drink after work or whatnot. But um, yeah, one thing I've sort of liked about it is I feel that everybody's been really accessible because you can sort of see if somebody's online and, and you can really just send them a quick message and that really doesn't matter if they're in your team, a senior leader or a grad. So that's one component I've actually liked. But I guess one of the things that I was expecting was to be able to like build presentation skills with physically in the room. It's been very different to what I expected, but loving it and very happy. <laughs> Great. Yeah, hopefully, you know, we all get a chance to see our colleagues soon because it's just it's mm -hmm. just been a bit mad, isn't it? So 
well, well done <laughs> <laughs> for uh, for starting your career at, at this time and. Uh, uh, yeah, still, still sort of loving it. So yeah, that's that's good to hear. Um, so let's start with your current role. So my current role is a finance analyst for our sales and marketing business. So in Australia, we're predominantly sales and marketing. So that is going to be replaced under the new org. But essentially, it's our B two C, B two B business. And yeah, um, I've been in the same role the entire time. Very fortunately. The structure of the sales and marketing business hasn't changed too much as a result of COVID and capex constraints and whatnot. So it's been really cool. I've had a, a breadth of opportunities and I've learned about different areas of the business. So I feel very fortunate to have started in the role that I've been in. And yeah, I'm looking forward to the next rotation as well. But um, fortunately, nothing's really changed in that sense. Yeah. And when you say B2C, so it's business to customer, business to business, what sort of products are we talking about here? So we're talking about our retail sites. So that could be mm-hmm. our, our dealer network, our company-owned network. So that will be literally retail customers going and buying fuel or businesses using their BP Plus card and buying fuel. So I've had a really good understanding of who our customer is and how we deliver value to them and how they essentially as well deliver value to us. Let's talk a little bit about your interest in the energy industry. You have got a background that is applicable to so many sectors. Mm. Why the energy industry and was that always a first choice for you? I think when I'd started uni, I probably would have said, yeah, big four bank. We have the big four banks in Australia and big four accounting firms. Um, the accounting firms are obviously really quite global. Um, and I probably would have said that in the beginning. But as I sort of started to go through my grad applications, I really sort of thought about what are the kinds of things that I want to learn and what kind of professional do I want to be? And I realized that the energy sector at the time, oil and gas's pivot, BP kind of makes that pivot. I realized it, it's something I don't know a whole lot about, but it's something that we interact with really on a daily basis. And I think I was just super intrigued. And initially I might've thought, yeah, I'm going to go into a super, super finance role in a, in a company that pretty much only does finance or consulting. And yeah, I, I thought I would take a plunge, try something completely different, learn about an area of, of the world and the market that I have not a whole lot of knowledge about. And to be honest with you, I think that it's developed some skill sets and some knowledge bases that I'm extremely grateful to have. And I don't think I would have necessarily gotten if I hadn't started at a BP. And did you have any reservations or concerns about joining the energy sector? Yeah, I I actually did. I remember when I was offered a role at BP. I spoke to a few of my closest friends and just sort of spoke about it. I, I was pretty excited, but I remember one of my, my closest friends, he said to me, BP, aren't they, you know, this, this terrible company that, that's destroyed the earth? And I, and I thought about it at the time and I was like, well, I'd never thought about it like that. And I guess that that was a reservation initially, but then I realized that if we want to make a, a change and want to make the earth a greener place, the change is ultimately going to be driven by companies like BP. So rather than see it as, you know, I'm going to work for a company that's that's awful, I actually saw it as the opposite. I can work for a company that's going to be a part of the biggest change that the world's ever going to see. And I think that it's extremely timely with um, Net Zero 2050. And I'd love to say I planned it, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's something that, that really excites me. And I, I try to look at it from a different angle to... I think that, you know, 
unfortunately, a whole lot of people do look at it like that. Sticking to pre-BP, you thought the energy industry was a good place to get into. Why BP then? I think because BP is such a large company, I knew that there would be a lot of opportunities to learn about different areas. And the preconceived ideas I had about how big BP was, was nothing compared to starting at BP and realizing how big it actually is. So I thought that starting at such a large company, I would have an opportunity to learn about a lot of different areas and work in a lot of different sectors and, and hopefully at some point areas of the world. And I think purely its scale and the size of the company, it was something that really interested me. And now obviously starting and realizing how big it actually is, I think that really reinforces that decision and that preconceived idea that I had and really supports it. And thinking about the selection process and your memories of it, hopefully it's a little bit fresher than uh, (laughs) most other graduates I've spoken to. Can you think of, based on the feedback that you received, having been successful in that process, what made you stand out? I think I've always sort of seen myself as somebody who's super passionate and I tend to wear my heart on my sleeve and I'm, I'm very honest in interviews. If I don't know the answer to something, I'm more than happy to say that I don't know the answer to it. And I think that I remember in my one-on-one interview, or was two-on-one, I, I said I didn't know the answer to a few questions. I couldn't give an explanation. And I think, or I, I, and I don't really know what the interviewers were thinking at the time, but I tried to stay very genuine to who I am. Um, I feel like there's a lot to be said for sticking true to your character. And I think that, you know, since I've started, I've made I've made a few mistakes, definitely as as anyone does. And, I, and I'm more than happy to admit that, you know, when I've made a mistake, because I think you learn more from these sorts of things. You know, you can go in with pre-rehearsed answers, but at the end of the day, I don't think that's necessarily you being genuine to who you are. And I think another thing was I've noticed, and this is really in hindsight, that BP really values their culture. And, and it's something that really drives the organization. And I think that the group interview that we had where we did sort of like a little assignment, we all worked really well together. And whether or not that's a reflection on me or or the group that we had, maybe we all just connected. That definitely would have played a role, just connecting in with each other and being able to communicate really well. So probably they're the two real key things that may have made me stand out. Fantastic advice. And I think it's quite difficult when you come in as a graduate to completely be your whole self, right? Because you have this idea of I have to be professional, Mm. whatever uh, definition one has about it. So that takes us very nicely into this transition from being a student Mm. into being (laughs) a full-time, quote-unquote, professional. Um, How has the transition been? And what have you found particularly easy? And what have you found particularly challenging and of course there's this COVID situation that's <laughs> sort of added to to those uh, challenges perhaps but can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah I guess I'll start with university um, I'm, I've always felt very lucky I enjoyed my uni degree I didn't necessarily enjoy exam period or the lead up to exam period as I don't think anyone does but I I enjoyed my degree. So I felt like when I was going to class, particularly with a lot of the finance and accounting subjects, I was learning things that I know at some point I would use down the line. And so I guess 
when I knew I was going to start at BP, I was like, well, I'm going to be still learning, but I'm going to be learning completely different things and I'm going to be learning things that make a difference. So I guess that transitional period was more about being able to actually apply the sorts of things that you learn. In terms of some of the challenges, I guess it's it's going to be like this for a lot of people. You know, you go from studying full-time in inverted commas, but really only a few days a week and then the rest is at at your peril, how much you do or you don't study um, and, you know, your part-time jobs and saving for holidays and sporting events. So, and just coming into a full-time job, it was like, well, the structure of my life has completely changed and I, I have to make different decisions now. And for a lot of people that, that might be daunting. Initially, I sort of, I was like, wasn't really sure how I felt about it, but it's, it's actually something I think I've learned a lot about. I've been able to learn how to manage my time a lot better. And, you know, I think even I started with this routine and then we were told we need to work from home. So the routine completely changed. And I think that there's a lot to learn about being able to adapt to change. And if anything, the last few months have has provided me with a lot of perspective on that and, and actually being ready to adapt change because you don't really know when it's going to come. And yeah, that's 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 sort of how I felt about this transitional period. And in a lot of ways, I think work is for me and maybe not uni, <laughs> but um, I've loved it. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit, and you touched on it earlier about the culture. So mm. if you were to describe the culture within BP or within your team, uh, if that's easier, how would you describe it? I'll start with my team. My team is comprised of about seven people and I'm so extremely lucky. And most of them have been at BP for 15 plus years and the wealth of knowledge that they've been able to impart has been absolutely incredible. But the thing that really stands out for me the most is not necessarily the accrued knowledge that they have, but the willingness to spend time with you. And a lot of the time, they don't have to explain these sorts of things to me. They can go about their job and I think that's really indicative of the culture within my team, but as well, the culture at BP, I don't really know anybody that's ever asked somebody a question and they haven't been willing to give you their time to explain it to you or to help you out. And it's an extremely supportive culture. And, you know, we look at one of our values, excellence. I don't think you would be able to necessarily achieve that without that supportive culture, because if you're not willing to invest time into each other, you're probably not going to get the outputs that you desire or require. And yeah, the culture at BP, it's, it's amazing. It's probably the thing that I would push the most, whether if, you know, you had somebody who was applying for different grad programs, I would say that join BP really, because not only is it a great company to work for, but the culture is really, really amazing. Talking a little bit about you coming into a team of very, very experienced people, you're probably the one that is least experienced in that in that mm -hmm. environment and in terms of expertise as well. How do you make sure that you're keeping up? How do you make sure that you are um, getting the most out of all of that experience and expertise that you have within your team? Yeah, I've, I've spent a lot of time really working and making sure that, you know, I understand things. And it, it's one thing to be able to ask your team, you know, questions about how you do things, about why this works this particular way but you know you do have to spend a lot of time and understand really what you're working with bp is a complex company and i think that there's a lot to be said for putting your head down and making sure that you know 
you try and learn yourself because I, I don't know if, and for everyone, it's, it's quite different. I know that if I put the time into something and really try to understand it, I'm going to really, I'm going to grasp it rather than have it explained to me every time. So, you know, uh, the burden does fall on the graduate in that sense to make sure that they, they really buckle down. And do you get, Jordan, as part of the program, uh, a mentor or a buddy that can support you in that process? Yeah. So you're partnered up with a buddy and the buddy is a graduate in the second year or just rolled off the program. And they'll sort of show you around. And obviously because of COVID, it's been virtually shown you around, but <laughs> they'll talk you through different things, ask how you're going. Um, mm-hmm. And that that's something that I've really valued. But as well, we're also lucky enough to have mentors. And these mentors are people that have either worked in the energy sector for quite some time or been at BP for quite some time. And they, prov- they impart a different kind of wisdom on you. And, you know, I, I chat to my buddy uh, and my mentor quite often and we share LinkedIn learning videos and things that we saw that were cool. And, yeah, you build really special and unique relationships with them. And they're not just a buddy, though, or a mentor because they have to be. They're a buddy and a mentor because they want to be. Thinking about the last nine months, has there anything that you have discovered about yourself, a skill that you had that you didn't know that has really surprised you? Well, I'm not sure if this is unique to a finance role, but I was a little bit scared of Excel coming in and Power BI and all the digital tools that you use on an everyday basis. So initially that was something that was very intimidating to me, but I, I've gotten pretty good at it. So um, that was a skill set that I think I've really been able to develop. But I think something I struggled with at uni was I wasn't always able to focus come exam time because I didn't necessarily love the process. And what what I've learned is I actually love the process now. And it means that I'm able to sit there and focus for longer periods of time because I just I love what I do. And maybe that's learning how to use Excel better. It's made me love what I do even more. But yeah, yeah there's been, I think just in general, like, having a good outlook and a positive attitude has enabled me to build um, and and strengthen certain skill sets as well. Let's talk a little bit about our net zero ambition. You know, you started at BP in January and then boom, <laughs> our entire trajectory of travel for BP changed in February. Mm-hmm. So first of all, what was your reaction to the announcements Yeah, to start with? Yeah, I mean, exciting. It's for the earth. It's something that I probably think about at some point during the day on every single workday. So, yeah, it's really, really exciting. It it, it does raise a lot of questions as well, like how are we going to get there? How's the business going to look in 2050? I mean, it's 30 years' time. It's a long time. But, um, yeah, the initial reaction is most certainly excitement. And having had obviously some time to digest the initial announcement. Has this new direction given some more thoughts and ideas on career paths that are now open to you that you can explore that perhaps wasn't in your radar before uh, February of this year? Yeah. And I think that one of the main areas has been region cities and solutions we recently had BP week and I was very, I stayed up and I watched William Lynn speak to us and speak to the, I guess the world. And 
yeah, I, I'd never really thought about how we can use our skill sets to help the rest of the world. And I guess that, you know, if I, if I could think about it right now and I live in Melbourne and it's a beautiful city and, and I want it to still be a beautiful city in 30 years time and being able to be a part of a company that's going to be able to facilitate that in theory is something that really excites me. And now I think about it, I have an, an unlimited amount of opportunity to give back to the world and also develop skill sets at the same time. So I feel like there's definitely a different trajectory. I, I don't necessarily know what that looks like because I think that, you know, you learn and you change as a human life most certainly is not linear. And I guess that, you know, we could revisit this conversation in five years time and I'd have, I might have a completely different perspective, but I definitely feel like there are a lot of different avenues that I can go on. And I think it's, well and truly the most exciting time to start your career, mm. especially in a company like BP. Mm. Let's talk a little bit um, about your current role and what you find most enjoyable and what are the things that you found perhaps challenging that you're still working on building your skills up. I'll start with my current role and some of the things I've loved. Being in sales and marketing and finance that enable a role it gives you a breadth of opportunities to work across different projects. Um, I'm in Australia and I've done some work with the New Zealand business. I've done some of the work with some of the teams that are in partnerships. I've done some benchmarking work. I, I've just had exposure to so many different areas of the business that I may not necessarily have had in a specialist role. So I feel very blessed and I've loved that. But at the same time, when you're exposed to these breadth of opportunities and, and business units, you can't know everything. And I've found a lot of the time I've had to take a lot more extra time to try and understand how I'm working and what I'm working with. And sometimes you can sort of feel like, you know, you're banging your head against the wall, like this is tough. But like at the same time, these are the things that I've also loved. So I guess you take some of the things that you find challenging and if you find ways to love them, it, it really supports you. So my role my role's been awesome. I would recommend it to any first year graduate coming into Australia. It's it's been an amazing opportunity to really have a broad skill set and knowledge base so early on. And when you had those moments of banging against a wall, what are the things that sort of help you overcome um, those situations? Well, I feel like, you know, BP hires you for a reason they see potential in you, they're investing in you and you sort of, you start to think, well, I can do this. Like I'm, I'm a grad, I'm hired at a great company and you know, there's a reason why they want me here. And so I guess it, that comes back to your attitude and your desire to learn and your desire to challenge yourself. So I guess what I've tried to do is make sure that my outlook was always positive and that my outlook supported me because at the end of the day, what I'm doing is I'm supporting my team and I'm a reflection on them. So I definitely feel like in these trying times, I've either spoken to people or focused on myself because, you know, I, I do believe I have these skill sets and I do believe that the company trusts me and believes in me. So, you know, it's been, that's also been a really good learning that, you know, sometimes your outlook really determines everything. Yeah. And Thinking about the short-term future, now that you're coming up to a year within your current mm. rotation, have you started thinking about what your 
next move could be? Have you started talking to people about what that could look like? Yeah, it's interesting because when I started, I was like, well, I just want to learn so much about my role. I'm not going to think about other roles. And then we got to like end of July and it was coming up to your grow conversation. I was like, well, I haven't thought about anything. So I ended up talking to my manager and he started to ask me, well, what are you interested in? And I realized that one of the things I love the most about working in the energy sector is the amount of macroeconomic impact it has and how much the macroeconomy also impacts the energy sector and, and a company like BP. And I think we saw that with, um, unfortunately, negative oil prices. At, I think it was in April. And um, I've thought that, well, that's sort of an area I'd love to go into. I'd love to go into a midstream sort of role. I know that with the new org, it might look a little bit different, but I think pivoting towards that way and learning, well, how does BP do business in a more commercial scale? And how can I learn these skill sets and build this knowledge base? So early thoughts, that's where I'd like to go and maybe, you know, work in trading and shipping at some point. But um, I'm definitely really open. And, um, you know, now that you're in BP um, and you really love what you do and you definitely feel like you've made the best choice, what can graduates that were in your position do to find an organization that really best fits them? Well, I think the first thing that you've got to do, and it's going to be different for everybody, but you've got to understand what am I actually interested in? You know, there is, for me, at one point I was looking at going into accounting and I was like, well, well I don't really want to be an accountant. Like, I don't want to do auditing. It's, it, it's not for me. It's not what I'm interested in, nor what, nor what I'm passionate about. So first and foremost, whether or not that's at BP or at a different company, make sure you're going to be passionate about what you do. Because I think if you don't have that natural desire to learn about that particular company or that industry, you're not really going to love what you do. And that means that not, you're not going to want to wake up every day and, and give the best that you've got because really you may not be very happy. So that's that's the first thing. But the second is I think having a willingness to learn about something that you don't know a whole lot about. You know, I've seen some of my friends go into jobs that they knew nothing about and they've loved it. And I've seen some of my friends go into jobs that suited the particular skill sets that they had at the moment and they don't necessarily love it. So I think as well, you do need to go in with a little bit of an open mind, but at the same time, an interest and and a desire to actually want to be there. So for me, I mentioned that I wanted to learn about the industry and it, it's an industry that's going to make a huge change in, in the world. And that's something that I saw as a driving force for wanting to start a BP. And I can vividly remember having that conversation in my interview. Thank you so much, Jordan, for uh, coming on the episode. It's been brilliant talking to you. Thank you for having me. I feel very chuffed. It's a really big honor and oh. to be on. <laughs> Good luck, Thank you. Jordan. Thank you very much.